so maybe I'm just used to talking this fast. I also could just be drunk, which I think I, I don't think I'm drunk, but dude, I am definitely feeling hot right now, bro. Trust. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of an interesting discussion. Sometimes today I am your one and only host, Tharn. This is a very special episode because it's a continuation of the Solo Solo series. Um, we had Harsha and Christian on before. Um, as you guys may or may not know, Harsha ha was punished to do a Solo Solo episode um, as a result of our Cabo bachelor trip for him. And somehow we got roped into doing this because uh, I guess Harsha just did a great job. So we thought it was a good idea. Um, so right now I am, what am I? I'm three shots deep of this Icelandic vodka called Reka, which is actually extremely good, but it's, it kind of, um, you know, when you put alcohol in the fridge and it's like, or sorry, not fridge, the freezer. And it's like kind of viscous. That's what happened to this vodka. It's like, I think over like a month and a half old. I don't think we've opened it in that long. So it's kind of just been sitting there getting more, uh, thick. And for that reason, it didn't taste that great. But luckily, I have a soju bottle next to me. Um, this is a peach soju uh, that I picked up from the store to sip on while we record this episode or while I record this episode and while uh, we have a conversation that's extremely one-sided. Yeah, this is episode 166 as I'm looking at this notion. Otherwise, I would have no idea. Um, as the boys know, I am notorious for forgetting what episode is what. But I have a lot of notes here. I don't know if I'm going to go through all of it because I gave myself a lot of bullets just in case I just didn't even know what the fuck to talk about. But I think I'm kind of just going to treat this as like a stream of consciousness episode. I should preface this by saying that this is my second time recording this. Um, the first time I was trying to make a point and I don't know if it's because I'm drunk or if I'm just stupid, but I just kept talking forever and I went so far off of it that I never came to any conclusion. I don't think I was talking about nearly the same thing as I started. And in fact, I don't even remember what I originally started talking about. So yeah, there's that. I'm just, you know, letting you guys know, I may be talking about a lot of things, but there's probably zero payoff in all of it. But yeah, that being said, a few different topics here I have today. Um, the first one is New York City. For those of you who may not know, I moved here three months ago, almost exactly, I think. Yeah. And after that, I'm going to talk about my birthday plans, which are very, very loose, but I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts, whoever's listening. And then in the second half of the episode, um, I'm going to talk about some more deeper things. You know, I don't really think I get a chance to talk about these things because fucking Haran is always so quick to shut me up on this podcast. But you know, the floor is all mine today and no one can stop me. Ah, French Montana reference for you guys there. Christian, feel free to cut out any of my dumb jokes, please, um, because I think I'm just waffling. But um, yeah, let's get into it. So first thing I want to talk about, as I said, was New York City. I think I've talked about it here and there, but I don't know if I've ever given like a deep uh, kind of, you know, description of like what my experience here has been. It's kind of just been bits and pieces. So I thought I'd do it here. Um, and I may be copying Harsha a little bit in this segment um, with his, uh, you know, discussion of Chicago, but fuck it. He did such a great job. I want to emulate that. So um, New York. Yeah. So like, I think living in Nova for a while, I had realized that, you know, I actually don't mind living with my parents. I know, you know, a lot of people, they kind of feel um, claustrophobic maybe at home or like they want to just kind of get out of that environment. But 
um, my parents, like, I'm, you know, I'm grateful and thankful that, you know, they're really chill and my home life was extremely comfortable. I barely had to do anything, as you know, like I didn't really have to cook, didn't have to do much cleaning or any of those like adult responsibilities. But, you know, I guess where I'm going with this is that living at home for like two, three years made me realize that I actually really do like being close to my family. And so when I was thinking about moving out, I think New York was like a very, uh, I guess, prevalent option. Um, it was close to home, yet still kind of had this like life that I think I'm like drawn to, which is, you know, surrounded by friends and like things to do and kind of like more fast paced. And it's funny because I think when I visited New York before graduation, um, I was thinking like, you know what, I don't think I can ever live here because the people are pretty mean and like, it's very harsh. It's a harsh life. Um, so I think it was, uh, I don't know, like, I guess I'm kind of being confusing here. I think there was two sides of the coin. Originally, I was kind of like, it's a really harsh life. And then living at home, I was like, you know, it's actually like a great happy medium that, you know, coincides with my kind of personality and like my my way of life that I think I'd want to live. You know, I think I just jumped straight into it. And luckily, I was able to, you know, talk to Neha, a Neha friend of the podcast, Nays. And she linked me up with one of her friends, Ajay, who is also from like LA where she was living and was also trying to move to New York. And we, you know, had a couple of FaceTime calls to like kind of, you know, see what's up and whatever. And, you know, we we clicked pretty instantly, I would say. Like, I think we have very similar personalities, which is hype. So at that point, we started to tour apartments and that was in February, mid-February. And holy shit, touring apartments was such a bitch. Um you know, I knew that moving here, I'd have to make sacrifices, not only like financially, but also like in terms of space and comfort and cleanliness and like all these things and like not having a washer dryer in the fucking apartment, even though spending so much goddamn money. Um, these were all things that I was like willing to kind of put to the wayside just so that I could have the experience here. Cause like, I don't really think I see myself here long-term anyway. Like I, I really enjoy it here, but like Two, three years seems like enough to me. Anyway, we toured these apartments and like, um, dude, the listings look so nice. And you pull up to this apartment, it's like up four floors. And then um, you find out there's like a hole in the wall, like a dead ass hole in the wall. One apartment we saw, like it was literally open to the outside. Like it was crazy. And we, I don't know if we uh, contacted them because I think we kind of just like marked it off as like, yo, look, if there's a hole in the wall and they're still like allowing people to tour this place, then it's probably not very well maintained. So let's just say no. But man, we probably saw like 15 apartments on the first day and all of them were like pretty much ass. And the first one that we saw that was like maybe like, you know, interesting or like kind of piqued our, yeah, piqued our interest was this one in near, uh, what is it? Washington Square Park, like very, very close, which is an amazing location if you guys know New York. But it was like on the bottom floor, like basement floor, which means like a lot of bugs, rats and whatever. Um, but it was very spacious and it had like a lot of like kitchen room. And there's like washer dryer inside and they're like, holy shit, like this could be it. And after seeing those like 15 shitty ass apartments, I was like, yo, Ajay, I think I'm like down to like just send it on this one. But obviously we needed like opinions from our girlfriends and like friends and stuff to just to see what's up and like see their concerns. Because obviously I don't know a lot about New York. And I'm glad we did that because... We waited a bit and then the next day we didn't really have many tours lined up, but like suddenly this guy that Ajay had reached out to a while back, who was pretty unresponsive, um, randomly emailed us and was like, hey, I are you guys available to tour today? Because, um, yeah, like just come through. So we went through and that's our apartment now. 
perfect, dude. Like when I say like uh, the kitchen's nice, the bathroom's nice, like it's very comfortable. It's a quiet apartment. There's uh, laundry, you know, like a couple floors down, like not too bad. It's not in the apartment, but like I can deal with it. And the rooms are a decent size as well, which like really checks off all the boxes we had, including like location wise too, like which was like, I guess sort of on the bottom end of my list because like I could be anywhere because it's kind of easy to get anywhere in New York. But it turns out that the person who was renting this apartment, um, they had originally found these two girls, but like something was wrong with their income or something like that or the income verification. So the first people in his email that I guess that he saw was us. Um, and so luckily, like because those other two girls, like, I don't know, didn't have enough money. <laughs> we got this apartment, which I'm so gassed up about because, you know, like I was saying in the beginning, I thought I was going to make so many sacrifices to live here. Um, and it doesn't really feel like it anymore. And I don't know, like, I guess like life has this, some ways sometimes where things just like work out. And I'm like extremely, extremely grateful for that because otherwise, man, it would be really tough living here. And, you know, all the like things like gym, grocery stores, like dollar pizza, bro. Uh, all of them were like across my street, like next block over, like hella close. So I couldn't be happier. So yeah, now that it's been like three months since I moved here, there feels like it feels like I'm finally sort of adjusted in terms of like routine or just like figuring things out and like where everything is and I guess like finding my stride. One thing that I wasn't able to do the first three months that I was living here was like just to make my room nice because right now, I mean, yeah, I guess even right now it's like just like a bed frame and a desk and a monitor that I got from work. As you guys know, like I'm, I'm I feel like I'm a pretty creative person. I like making like prints or like um decorating things like interior design that's like really interesting to me and so finally now that i'm like off from school like i feel like i finally have some time for that and so i've been looking for different things to make my room nice and like i ordered this like uh what is it called it's like a tiered like shelf thing that kind of leans against your wall um and i ordered one from target but that one was like too small so now i ordered like a different type of nightstand but i didn't necessarily want like a regular ass nightstand like an ikea one because i felt like it wasn't like you know aesthetic enough and suddenly it feels like there's just like so many things to do. Like I need to get a nightstand and then I want to make some like prints for my wall. Um, and then like, I want to get like different lighting. Cause I realize like how important lighting actually is like right now I'm just using the, like the overhead lighting that's in my room. But one thing that I learned from TikTok and other people who are also into this stuff is that if you have like a bunch of different like accent lighting, like a lamp here and a lamp there and like a, a different like I, whatever, a bunch of lamps like it kind of like adds up and you, you can kind of create like a certain vibe that's way different to just the overhead lighting i think christian kind of has this in his apartment where he has like a lamp and like led lights kind of everywhere that that are like different colors and stuff um and i think i want to kind of emulate that in my room because i think one thing i realized here or just generally about myself is that i don't really have like a vibey place to chill <laughs> And like, I don't really know what vibey means, but like just having some like nice chill music on with some like different colored lights and like, it's kind of moody, but also kind of, you know, cozy. Um, I think I want to have that for myself. I think it's important to kind of have a place where you can relax and, you know, just be like chilled out. Cause like at the end of the day, everybody's life is so busy, right? Like, I mean, I'm sure you guys know like how much just always ends up on the fucking to-do list. Like return this, go there, pick up this, get this for this person or do that for that person. And it's like, oh my God, it doesn't fucking stop. So 
I felt like I needed a place to kind of just, or I needed uh, to make this room nice for myself so that I felt like I had like a cozy space where I can just kind of disconnect from everything. So that's what I'm building now. If you guys have any, you know, artists that you like that I could buy prints from, let me know. If you guys have any interior design ideas, just in general, let me know. I'm really, really curious to hear what you guys think because this episode is solo. So I have literally no fucking interaction with anybody else. So I really, really fucking need you guys to interact with this. Please comment on our Instagram post at an interesting discussion. Thank you. Sorry, I got a little bit mad there. I am a bit drunk. And on that note, I'm going to take a sip of this soju. I already drank it, but cheers in case you're drinking something. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, so far, a lot of pros of New York City. I'm not going to lie. Um, one big thing that I've noticed about my body being in New York City is, dude, I am fucking walking so much. Like my Apple health, like I'm sure Innova, like Innova, I didn't go fucking anywhere. And even if I went anywhere, it was me driving like 30, 40 minutes to like Arlington or DC. So I barely goddamn walked here. It's like, man, dude, like I think every day I probably walk like, okay, maybe not every day. I'd say on average in a weekend, I walk like 30,000 steps, which is crazy, dude. That's like, okay, I don't know the numbers. I don't know math. I want to say like five miles. Is that too much? Maybe, okay, three to five miles. Like that's, that's a lot. Like for someone who went from being so sedentary to going to like that much, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. I think I'm like, I mean, I don't know if I can be proud of myself for this because it's kind of just like a circumstance of living here, but I am proud of myself mainly because I had a bit of a belly, uh, like a COVID belly that has just accumulated with the amount of rice that I consume, especially at home. Actually, no, even here, I eat a shit ton of rice. But that belly has been like going away. Like, I'm not going to say I have abs like I did in college with like my skinny abs, but yo, things are looking up for my belly. But I guess that kind of, is that kind of like the end of the pros of New York City? At the cons? Like, dude, it is so exhausting to live here. Oh my God. I think in Northern Virginia, a night out would start at maybe, dude, like like 10. Like, I feel like Max would, we would want to like leave by then just because like, like it takes a while to get into DC or wherever we're trying to go out and all this stuff. Man, dude, here, fucking people don't leave the goddamn apartment. It is so annoying, dude. I'm like, let's just go. Like, nobody wants to leave. People are late. It's like, oh, they'll be open forever. And it's true. They are open forever here. But goddamn, do people not care about their sleep? Like recently, like maybe a couple of weeks ago, uh, when I came back to New York City after the wedding, bro, we went out. We, or sorry, no, we wouldn't even go out. We went to a pregame starting at 1 a.m. What the fuck? Are you crazy? That's so stupid. I, why did I even go out? That's another thing. It's like, I cannot stop myself from going out to these things because everything is so fun. <laughs> but we're in the con section. I can't talk about fun things. Okay. Um, it's just so crazy because like, Almost every night out here, I end up sleeping at like five. I know there's a problem because I had never seen the sun going up while I'm sleeping or like trying to fall asleep. But I've done that like a multitude of times here. And how the fuck do I stop that? I can't because people are late. People, I'm late. We all start late. We all go out late. Everything's fucking late. And it's like, dude, oh my God. It's just, it feels like it kind of wastes the weekend. Like I like sleeping in on the weekend. And maybe this is a sign that I'm getting older, but I also like efficientizing my life. So to me, like waking up at maybe like 10 or 11 now on a Saturday or Sunday to go like do some errands 
and then like eat lunch and then chill from the day on, like onwards, like sounds so great to me because otherwise I wake up late at like one or two and then I, you know, then I eat lunch like very leisurely. Then I watch some YouTube videos or whatever. And then I end up doing my errands at like four and then I come back and I'm like, oh, like there's nothing, no much time left in the day. I can't do anything. But like if I just do it, knock it out at the beginning of the day, it feels so much better, right? Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts here because I know the way that I want to set up my life, but I don't know if it works the same for everybody else. And I don't know how you guys efficientize your life, but I'm curious to see if there's any learnings that I can have there, you know, because efficientize. Thank you. So I think I talked about a bit about the pros and cons. Now I kind of want to talk about some of my bucket list items, I guess, that I want to achieve while in New York. Um, first thing is pottery. So I remember talking to Jackie and Nuj about this for the first time recently, but it's been in my mind for a while. And my girlfriend, Swati, shout out Swati. She will know that I've been thinking about this for a long fucking time. But in New York, I think there's a lot, a lot of like pottery apprenticeships that I would really, really love to do. Um, not only would it be like a good way for me to kind of make friends and like just branch out a bit or do something new. Pottery is so, so interesting to me. I think like generally in my day-to-day life, it's just like typing on a keyboard or like maybe drawing on my iPad here and there, or, like something like that. But it's very, very digital. And I think having something analog to do with my hands um, is like very appealing to me. And then also I found um, this YouTuber a while back that kind of sparked my, um, I guess, fascination with pottery. His name is Florian um, on YouTube. I think that's his name. Hopefully I didn't get that wrong because he's the whole reason I'm talking about this right now, but whatever. Um, so this dude, like he creates really, really amazing pottery with like amazing forms, like that are very kind of exact and um what's the word elegant i guess elegant exact like they're nothing like spectacular like they're nothing like crazy artistic but they're so like intriguing to me like how he creates them so perfectly and like obviously he's creating this by hand and so like when he's creating you know a hundred mugs or a hundred pots like you also have to have some sort of consistency in your work to create them the same exact way and have the same exact glaze and that type of stuff like color right and I also think it was interesting because the glaze that people use, I didn't realize this, but like it contains different types of um, mineral and uh, not minerals. What's the word? Elements, I guess. Like, for example, the the glaze that he uses is like it has a lot more like iron oxide, I think. And so the pottery comes out like this beautiful, like kind of like um, turquoise jade, like green color. And that is so fucking cool. Like, I think it's so amazing that he just makes that. You know what I mean? And I think I kind of wanted to like tap into that. And I think it'd be really, really interesting for me to figure out if I'm like good with that stuff. Because generally, I think like I like building, like if, if I get Ikea furniture, a lot of people are like, oh, fuck, like I don't want to build this shit. Like it's a bunch of pain, like screwing in these shitty ass screws and like with these wood dowels and stuff. But I kind of enjoy it. Like I, I enjoy building things. Um, and so I think pottery is like a good good way for me to like tap into that, like building things nature while also... I guess like having more of a creative uh, front to it. Like it's not like just some like I'm building some like preset like logo, th- uh, like logo, fuck, Lego thing, like with some instructions, but it's more so like, you know, I'm creating something by hand, like myself, like there's no instructions for it, right? It's kind of what I feel and what I envision that I'm creating with my hands, right? Like it's kind of like that mind to, what is it? Mind body connection. I don't know. The muscle, it's not like muscle memory, but like 
You know what I mean? Like I'm transferring what I envision to my hands and trying to make that a reality. And I think that's what like intrigues me the most about pottery. So anyway, yeah, I'm going to try to do that. I think it's going to be a bit tough just because of like school and stuff in the off hours, but there is a pottery uh, workshop near me. So maybe I can contact them and then uh, see what's up. Another thing that I'm interested to have on my bucket list and hopefully I finish or do is starting a business of some sort. So I think the easiest one for me to do right now is like definitely photography. And I think I would enjoy that a decent amount, especially if I'm doing like different types of photography. Like I was thinking about, you know, basically just cold emailing like hundreds of restaurants and being like, hey, I'll photograph your food. That's basically it. Or like photographing couples is also really interesting to me now. Like I think in college, I did a lot of like just general like portraits, like of just like one person, like for example, grad pics. But I think doing like engagements or like more like kind of interesting events that people have uh, happen in people's lives or like, I don't know that I think that sounds a lot more fun to me now. And then I guess lastly, as a part of that, like photography puzzle, shooting for brands would be like really, really fucking cool. Like, you know, those like photos where like it's like a luggage company or something like you see this on Instagram here and there. It's like a luggage company and they're like on PCH, like in California and like the luggage is just on the side and they shoot like a picture of the luggage with like this beautiful like ocean and like these like wildflowers in the back. Like, oh my God, like, wouldn't that be so cool? You just pull up to like, they, they pay you to pull up to PCH, take some photos and go home. Like, if anything, that's just like a travel opportunity for me. Um, you know, even like just shooting, like shooting for car, like for car companies, that would be so sick too. Any of this really, like, I think I would really, really enjoy. Um, I think maybe what I wouldn't enjoy nearly as much would be like, if I had like a, I don't know, dude, what, what, like what's a, what's a product you shoot at home? Like, like a bottle of shampoo, you know, when you put their bottle of shampoo on like a, with like a backdrop, like a blue backdrop, and then they just put the bottle of shampoo there with like a mist it with some water and they take a picture of it and they're like, oh, this is great shampoo. Like, I don't, I, I don't know about that, but like going to the real world and like shooting people with these brands, like. That, that sounds really fucking cool to me. So hopefully, you know, that is one of my goals this summer before school starts August 28th on my birthday, fuck school, um, to at least just get like a few clients here. And I don't think it's that difficult. I think I'm probably more in my head about it than I think. I think it's just a bunch of like cold emailing and just doing the nitty gritty work up front. And then from there, I think it'll kind of take off. And I don't think I need to like have it like, I don't think I need it to become my full-time thing, right? Like, I think I want to almost keep it like a side hustle with photography. I would like to keep it as a side hustle because a lot of where I get my fulfillment for daily life is like in my hobbies. And I feel like if it really became like my full-time thing, I think that would suck a lot of the joy out of it because it would, it would feel like, you know, if that, if that, if photography became a full-time job, it would feel a lot like this is my job and not like something that I want to pursue myself. You know what I mean? Although I think there's a balance there that I could probably hit, but I just, uh, I don't know about that yet. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, that's one of my goals. And then the last goal, which is kind of just abstract and just in general, I want to make friends outside of my regular friend group. Um, not that my friend group is bad. I love them and I'm so glad that I have that type of support system right away here in New York. But I think there is something to be said about how there's so many people in New York. I feel like it's a disservice to me if I don't try my best to, you know, go out and find people that may or may not have the same interests as me, but like just people that I can vibe with because 
you never know what can happen. And like, who knows if I find like a new best friend out here and, um, you know, say yes to some opportunities that just show up and like, that are just extremely fun. Um, you know, I think in New York, it's like extremely easy to say yes. And I enjoy that part of New York, right? Like I think, I think I'm someone who says yes to most of everything. And I feel like by not meeting people, I'm limiting the amount of yeses that I can say. Um, so that's my third goal. I don't know. I think it was also like really hard to make friends. I think pottery is probably one way that I can make like just kind of branch out into some other group of people that kind of have like one shared interest. But like otherwise, I don't really, really know how to do it other than going to like mixers. I know a lot of girls use Bumble BFF. I guess I could try that for men, but I don't think it'll be nearly as poppin'. I don't know. I don't know how people make friends nowadays, really. Like, I think for my whole life, and I know Harsha mentioned this in his episode, if I'm not wrong, but, you know, my whole life has just been, like, knowing people and knowing people that that person knows, basically. There's very few times where I've made my own friends, apart from, like, when I switched high schools, like, halfway through, like, uh, going from sophomore to junior year, I switched high schools, for those of you who don't know. And that was the first time that I had to make, like, dead-ass, like, new friends completely, and that was really fucking difficult. Um, I think for like a month, I pretty much said nothing to anybody at school. But luckily, like I kind of like came out of that shell. And I think I'm confident enough now to where I could make that jump. It's just like putting myself in places where that would happen, I guess. Like that, like where I would meet new people. Because like in school, like if I'm in school, then I'm already around the same fucking people like every single day, right? But like here, like I got to actively go somewhere and like keep in, the, keep in mind that I am not going to be around them probably ever unless I make a move now. And so, yeah, in that case, it's like a do or die moment, I think. And I think that's a lot harder to deal with, but I think I could do it. And you know what? I don't think it's that big of a deal if I like go with one of my other friends to like go to this new thing to meet people. Like, I feel like that might ease it a little bit um, as, a, as I'm like getting better at, you know, kind of introducing myself and just making friends. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. We are approaching the 30 minute mark, which I want to say is like half of this episode, but I don't know if I can talk for another 30 minutes. So let's just say this is the intermission. Okay, thank you. We are going to an ad break now. Okay, welcome back. I hope that break was very good for you. I think, you know, in reflection that for the past 30 minutes, I think I've been talking really fast. It might be this way. I might be this way because I watch a lot of things on like more than one point, one, one X speed. <laughs> so maybe I'm just used to talking this fast. I also could just be drunk, which I think I, I don't think I'm drunk, but dude, I am definitely feeling hot right now, bro. Trust. On that note, cheers. I'm about to take another sip of soju. Sip whatever you have. If you're in the car, don't drink. Thank you. God, this soju is so good, man. Fuck the fact that this soju is $9 in New York, dude. I don't think, I mean, like, this is the Soon Hurry, Hurry, whatever, uh, brand. I think the Jinro and Nova is like $5. Dude, I gotta import that shit, man. Fuck this, paying $9? $9 for one bottle of soju? Fuck. Speaking of drinking and spending money, I need to figure out my birthday plans, so... My birthday, it's currently June 8th as I'm recording this. Um, my birthday is August 28th. So I got like what, July, August, like two months and 20 days, like almost three months to figure out what the fuck I want to do for my birthday. I think a lot of people in New York, like just like rent out a bar and like, that's cool. 
if you have a lot of friends. Um, I don't have like that many friends. I think it would be more important to me if I like did something where I could more so like interact with people and like not have to kind of pay like whatever two grand just to get drinks with my friends. Like I could just do that normally. <laughs> so I was thinking a lot like recently about it because my roommate Ajay, one of my good friends Ankit, and also good friend Naze, all very good friends of the podcast, they rented out a boat for their birthday. You know, the three of them and did a joint birthday party on the boat and like it went around like all the rivers in Manhattan, which is like the East River and the other river. I don't know. Maybe it's the West River. Let's see. Um, but that was really fucking fun. For me, though, I don't know anybody that's like <laughs> has a birthday in the same vicinity as me. So it's kind of all on my own. So I, I, it's like a blessing in disguise, right? It's like I have to pay more money myself, but I can do whatever the fuck I want. For example, I don't know why, but one of the first things that like came to me as an idea was like getting a fire breather or like some like crazy motherfucking like act to show up. So I was thinking like, you know, I kind of want it to be like a day part, like a darty um, and like everybody show up to like a rooftop or something like that. And we all just like chill and vibe and like good music, good drinks. Like maybe I'd like hire a DJ or like a, and have like an open bar, or, like a bartender or something like that. Um but at the end, like when it's starting to get like dark or something like, and people are ready to maybe go out right as they maybe leave or are about to leave, a fire breather comes through and starts fucking shooting fire everywhere. Like that sounds really fucking cool. Where else are you going to see a fire breather? But then it's also like, what the fuck does a fi- like, what the fuck does a fire breather mean to me? Like, I don't give a shit about a fire breather other than it being cool. So it's like, ah, uh, like, what do I really like care about? Like, what do I enjoy? And I was like, damn it, Cabo, like when we did the pub golf, which is um, basically this game where you have to down your drink in in the least amount of sips possible. And then like each sip is like a stroke. So you kind of like count those up. And the person with the most strokes, like golf, um, is the loser. I was like, maybe maybe I do like a pub golf. But then like like when we did a pub golf in Cabo, that was like at a resort, right? So like all the drinks were free because it was all inclusive. Like doing that in New York, like Dude, one time I paid like $27 for a rail. Like I can't be doing that here, dude. It's going to be like for for eight drinks, it's going to be like literally $200. Like, fuck. So that was kind of like, eh, you know? So then I was like, well, I still really enjoy the game aspect. Maybe we do like a like a drunk field day type thing where like I, I get some t-shirt, I, I make some t-shirts, like which I would, I think I would really enjoy actually like designing some t-shirts and like making everyone like wear them and like have different colors and stuff. And then doing like a field day where we have like different just general games. Like we can do it like egg and a spoon or whatever. And then I don't know, random shit. And then um, whatever losing team like has to do a shot every time or like, I don't know. I feel like that could be fun. But I also feel like that requires a lot of commitment from other people, which maybe most people would do because it's my birthday. It's like what I'm asking for. But I also feel like, you know, people are busy. Like maybe they don't want to, you know, do all that. So that's another thing I need to think about. But I, I do really like the field day idea. I also really like, even though I was like just shitting on it, I think I like the fire, fire breather idea just because I think it's so out there and like, it's just stupid, <laughs> you know? Um, and it's like, this is my 25th year of life that I'll be ringing in, right? So like, why not do it a little bit crazy or a little bit like stupid? Like, you know, like I'm not going to be in New York forever. I'm not going to have all these friends forever. Like, why not just run it, right? So yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Again, I'm curious about your thoughts. Like, 
if you think this is a good idea or if you guys have any more ideas like for what I can do or like if you know of a way I can do pub golf but like really cheap <laughs> uh, let me know that was a shorter segment than I thought it was going to be so I think it's almost time for us to get into the deep stuff well hold on before we get into the deep stuff let me drink some more I'm about like halfway through the soju and I was going to save it for tomorrow because I think we're because today is a Thursday actually for the uh yeah today's a Thursday tomorrow's a Friday I'm assuming we're going to be drinking tomorrow um and I don't want to feel like I don't want to drink tomorrow because like people are going to come over and shit so I was gonna like I was gonna save part of the soju but like I'm having a great time Loki this is a fucking great time no one's saying anything especially Haran holy shit it's so fucking annoying <laughs> I feel like I, this is so weird man I'm just talking to the fucking monitor <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, I'm going to drink some more soju. Three, two, one. Cheers. I'm drinking so much alcohol that my mouth is dry at this point. So, like, I also have to drink some water. I think it's also a great time for you to drink water. Unless you're in a car, in which case, definitely drink alcohol instead. Yeah, so this next topic that I want to talk about, definitely deep. I think it might be a common kind of feeling maybe within our like culture and stuff but we'll, we'll get into it and then you guys can let me know what you think right so i think growing up i had a lot of trouble i guess like not like being myself but i would compare myself to other people a lot um and i don't know if this is because of my like my my culture as being an indian or like my parents um and the way they like spoke to me about stuff or like the fact that like things like tj were like you know really prevalent in our kind of, you know, social like upbringing, I guess. But I always found myself comparing myself to others. And even to my brother for that, for that, from that standpoint, like, I think my brother was really, really good at, at a lot of things growing up, like pretty much everything. And I would always feel like, you know, why am I not as good as him? Because I know we're, we're like the same person or not the same person, but like, we grew up the same. We did all the same shit pretty much. Like I would just follow in his footsteps. So like, why am I not as good as him as that at, at this? Is it just cause he's older or like what? And then, you know, I think that kind of spiraled into, you know, comparing myself to people at school and being like, Hey, this person got better grades than me. Like whatever, like this person is better at like drawing, you know, what's going on? Why am I this way? Why am I not like good enough? I don't think it was that negatively like impacting on my life. Because I think I'm in a, like a really good place and I think I had a great upbringing. Like I'm very grateful for my parents and my brother. But I definitely know that it affected me, right? And I think it still affects me to this day, which is why I'm talking about it. Because especially in New York, there are so many people that are doing like really, really cool things. Or the thing, things that I think are cool, which is like working at this cool startup that are like, that is like really small. And like they're, they're working towards, towards something that, um, you know, a mission that I could get behind or like a product that I could get behind or like people are working at hedge funds um, doing like quantitative analysis, like which is like a lot of like data science, machine learning stuff that I think I would be really like intrigued to do, you know, like I, I think I would really enjoy that. And it's like, oh, my God, like it would be so hard to get into that stuff. Like it would be so hard to work at a startup. It would be so hard to work at a hedge fund. They, they must be so much smarter than me. Like I can, you know, think of doing that. I think these thoughts kind of go through my head. Not that I like, it's not like I envy them. It's just like, you know, I'm constantly in that comparison mode, right? Where it's like, you know, I know I have a great job and a great life. Like I am so fucking grateful. I say it all the time on this podcast, right? Like 
how could I not be grateful for working from home with such a great job, like great pay? Like I'm living in New York comfortably. Like I can't be more than that. Like I'm so thankful, but it still feels like when I interact with those people that I think are doing, you know, that type of stuff that I, I like, and that I would prefer doing. It's like, I just can't get out of my head that it feels like they're better than me in some way. And so I don't know. It just got me thinking that like, I shouldn't feel this way. Right. Like if I'm grateful for what I have, then why does it feel like I'm like behind? Like, you know, like, why am I not as good as them? You know, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Cause like, I don't really think I have like kind of like a conclusion for this conversation. Like I don't have like the answer to this. It's something that I'm working through, but it does make me think about how in high school, I, my parents kind of like pushed me pretty strongly to do stuff like debate or like model UN that my brother was into. And I, man, dude, I did not like that stuff. Like, I don't even think I did it like that long, even like I kind of just like joined for like a couple of competitions and kind of dipped out. But man, I really didn't like that. And then I got to college and I was like, obviously like more important more independent. And then I started doing things I actually liked, which is like photography, for example, like that's the biggest example. And I think I really, really excelled at that. And it almost, it's almost like I didn't realize that I could do things that I wanted and like do it successfully and like uh, with a great um, mindset and like great results. Like I, I just didn't realize that that was an option. I think it felt like I kind of always had to do what was like asked of me. And so think about that now. I'm like, you know, the, the impetus for me to do that stuff was just myself, right? Like it's something that I thought was intriguing, interesting, enjoyable. And so I just did it. And like, because it was so enjoyable, I just spent even more time on it. And then I just succeeded in it. Right. So it's like, holy shit. Like that's how everything works. Right. Like the reason people work at like these great jobs or work these great startups is because they, they believe in it. They, they enjoy it and stuff like that. And so the fact that I'm not doing that stuff, it doesn't mean that I don't enjoy it as much as them or whatever, but it just means that like, I need to work towards that. And I think, I think that's something that I struggle with. I don't know. It's, it's really weird because, and sorry, again, I should know that like, there is not going to be, you know, like a clean line where I say like, Hey, this is my realization, right? Like this is a stream of consciousness for me, mainly because I'm not talking to anybody. So no one can stop me. Fuck Quran. So I'm just going to keep going. But like, if you feel like this conversation is going everywhere, it's just, that's just because my mind is doing that. I'm talking about like, I guess the work that I need to put in, it requires a lot of work to put in, right? I have to prepare to be at that opportunity to, to put myself in a better position to get that opportunity. Um, and I think that's a lot of where I struggle. Like, I think there's a few people in my life that I noticed that like have like great discipline. Like when they have something to do, they get it done immediately. Um, and there, there's a lot of people very close in my life that are, that are like that. And I, I wish I was like that. And I, I'm constantly working towards that. Because it's just like so freeing, right? Like when you get something done, like immediately as soon as you put in a to-do list and you check it off, right? It just feels like, you know what? Like, wow, I did that. Like, I don't need to think about this any longer. I don't need to have these things looming in my head. And not only that, it's like executional skills. Like if you can execute on something, it doesn't matter what the fucking idea is. Like even if it's a shitty idea, like my two times speed. Actually, wait, no, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say my two times speed, like looking uh, two times speed live stream, look into the future shit. That's a great idea. I'm trying to think of one of my one of my other business ideas that was probably dog shit. But like, I feel like if you have executional skills, you can make anything fucking happen. And I'm working towards that like hella here in New York. Like, 
I have built a lot more kind of not just strategies, but like foundations for me to like put things like take things out of my mind and put it on a piece of paper. And then that way, when I need to get it done, I just cross it off and it's done. Right. Mainly being like a to-do list, <laughs> like a to-do list app that I like, because I went through fucking eight to-do list apps and all of them were dog shit. And I finally found one that I was like, you know what? This is actually pretty good. Like, this is exactly what I need. It's the least amount of resistance. It's a great app, by the way. It's called Tick Tick. You guys should definitely download it if you have um, the chance or if you want to kind of experiment with these to-do list apps. But it has a lot of different features. Main one I do is just to-do list. I'm not going to explain it all because that, that would just be too complicated for this podcast, but download it. Anyway, I've really tried to like reduce the barriers for me to kind of get things done. And that's why I've built a lot of these like kind of like structures around me to make it easier for me to do these things and to execute on what I want to. And hopefully I'm in a right path to like kind of, you know, work towards things that I want to do and get out of this like comparison cycle where I'm just like, that person is better than me, right? Because I don't want to be like that. And I don't think I think of it that often, uh, like that often, but I know I think of it. And I think that's enough for me to feel like it shouldn't be this way because I'm happy with my life. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's weird, right? So I think, where are we going with this? I guess discipline. Discipline, discipline and execution is like two big goals for me right now that I'm, I'm, I'm constantly working through. And I feel like adulting is like this constant churn of, like I said earlier in this podcast, like do this, do that, do that for that person, go here, go there, all this stuff. And like, when it comes down to it, like at the end of the day, when I finish all those menial, like bullshit tasks, like it just comes down to my goals and I really need to like work towards that because I feel like for me, I can't just like live a life of just like stagnancy like i can't just like work every day and just call it there and not do anything else like i really need to feel like productive or like that i'm bettering myself to feel fulfilled if that's the case then no matter what happens like i will get there where i want to be at some point it's just like a matter of putting in the work and putting in the work is the difficult part for me and so i am trying to build the strategies around my life so that i can put in the work effectively and efficiently and bring myself to a place that I feel proud of. So, you know, earlier when I said I I wasn't going to have a conclusion, that was just the fucking conclusion. So fuck you. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Cheers to that. I'm going to take another sip of the soju. Probably heard another gulp there. I'm going to take another sip of water. I urge you guys to do the same. Please stay dehydrated. Please stay hydrated. If you're listening, Swati, drink some fucking water. You don't drink any fucking water. Thank you. By the way, guys, you know, at the beginning of this episode, I was like, and I'm not feeling too drunk. I'm just feeling kind of hot. Okay, I'm not drunk, but I'm definitely feeling fucking good, man. Let's go. I hope you guys are feeling good, too. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It's not over yet because there's one last thing I want to talk about, which is inconveniences. Dude, I fucking hate in- inconveniences. Like, for example, recently, I was making something for a friend for his birthday I say friend, why am I being like fucking um, secretive, bro? I was making a birthday gift for my roommate, Ajay, right? And I made this thing on my iPad and I had to go print it out at CVS. So I pulled up to CVS, get the prints, come back home, realize they printed it wrong. So I was like, fuck, okay, I'll go back. It's not that deep. It's like a 12 minute walk, like whatever. I send my prints there. I print it out. And there's two things I printed out, right? Like one of them is like kind of like a glossy version. One of them is like a matte paper version because I didn't know what, what my roommate would prefer. Come back home, right? And there's like two different envelopes. I checked the first envelope. It's exactly what I was expecting. 
good printing, whatever. Take it out, uh, you know, take it out, but put it in the card envelope, open the next envelope. They gave me somebody else's fucking uh, paper, like somebody else's printouts. It was like a real estate magazine or something. I was like, fuck, are you kidding me? Do I have to go? I have to go back now again? And I was like, fuck it. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm not going to go back. <laughs> I was like, this dude will have the glossy version. It'll be straight. Trust. So I didn't go back. But like, I just hate that that happened. You know what I mean? Like, why? Why me? Like, I I know I should have checked there. Especially after what happened the first time, right? But like, oh my God, it's so frustrating. Like, it's literally like, what? okay, if it's 12 minute walk there and it's 12 minute walk back, it's like 24 minutes, right? So I didn't do that the first time. 24 minutes is fine. I can deal with that. Then you add another 24 minutes because I had to go there and go back, right? Then it's like 48 minutes. Like, fuck, it's like 48 minutes. That's like almost an hour. Then if I had, if I really wanted to do it and like I had to go for a third time, what the fuck? That's more than an hour. That's so much. That's like an hour and 15 minutes. Oh my God, it's so stupid. I just hate that things happen, you know? I don't know what else there is. Like, what am I, what, let me think. Um... Oh, dude, recently I was making pasta, right? And like, I, so, wait, okay, no, no, let me, let me preface this. So I made dal, which for those of you who are not Indian, it's like a lentil soup thing that you can eat with rice. And it's really easy to make. It's in an instant pot. You should definitely make it if you um, are so obliged. So I made dal, right? Or earlier in the week. And then we, I had enough rice for like maybe two days of it. Um, two days worth of this dal. But like, I still had another like half the dal left. So I needed more rice, but I ran out. So then I ordered rice. It said on the delivery app that the rice was supposed to get there at 5 p.m. Or 5 or 6 p.m., right? Between that range. 6 p.m. at this point the next day, right? And I'm like, oh, the fuck, the rice isn't here yet. Like, if it doesn't come, like, what the fuck do I make, right? Because the the app wouldn't, like, update where it was. So I was just, like, super confused. So I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I guess I'll have to make pasta. Like, at least I still have, like, pasta as an option. Like, I had the like half a box of pasta, like noodles. And then like I had half a bottle of pasta sauce. So I was like, you know what? I'm like really hungry. And I'm someone who eats at like 6.30. So like even me waiting until like six to decide what to make for dinner was like pretty late for me. Get up and I start to make this pasta and like cut out my bell pepper and mushrooms or whatever I want to put in the pasta sauce, you know, put it in the pan, start to saute it, whatnot. Then I put my fucking pasta in the boiling water. As soon as I put it in there, get a notification on my phone. Your pasta is going to be delivering in 10 minutes. Open the door for the, or sorry, not pasta. Your rice is going to be delivering in 10 minutes. Open the door for the fucking rice. Oh my God. That's so stupid. I was like, okay, fuck it. Like at least I cooked something, right? But then in the midst of all that, I just like, I got kind of like, zone out for a sec and the pasta was going for a little bit longer. I was like, oh, you know, the pasta will take a little while. And then I was like, okay, you know what? I, now I need to put the sauce in like the same pan as the bell pepper and mushroom so that I can kind of like, Heat it up and reduce it a little bit and put in the pasta, whatever, you know. Open the pasta sauce that's in the fridge. Fucking moldy. So not only do I not need this pasta, I can't, I literally do, I only have pasta, red pepper, and mushroom. So then I have to go fucking, like, not that it's far, but like, I just have to go. I have to leave and then go run over to fucking the grocery store next to me, buy like a smaller bottle of pasta sauce, buy that shit, come back. And by the time I come back, it's like, I already like drained the pasta, but like, I guess it was just like sitting in its own heat, right? And like, I should have taken it out earlier. And ideally, if I had like the cold pasta sauce, it would kind of stop, would have stopped that cooking process. But the fucking pasta like overcooked at that point. So like this pasta was like literally fucking falling apart as I, like I, I 
you know, mixed it in with all the veggies and stuff. And I was like, oh, not only do I have shitty pasta, like, it's just so stupid, man. Like, why did I have to deliver as soon as I started making the pasta? <sighs> do you guys feel what I'm saying? I feel like I'm so riled up about these inconveniences. It's just like, why? Like, it make, make my life complicated for no fucking reason. Could I have waited 10 more minutes to fucking start my pasta? Yes, but I didn't because I didn't think I had an option. You know what? I blame people. If people were better, I would be better. That's a bar and a half. Um, I think it's a great place to end. I really, really had fun actually doing this, talking for, on my recording is 56 minutes. I'm sure Christian is going to cut it down because I talked a little bunch of BS. But that was really fun, I think. If you guys like this episode, be sure to tell us in the comments. We can run it back again next year or later this year because I know we're hurting to find people <laughs> to come out of the podcast. I have never talked this long in my life. And I'm sorry if I rambled and like just didn't even like conclude any topic, but it is what it is. If you want to find more episodes like this, you can look and search an interesting discussion sometimes on all platforms. It's Hulu, Spotify, Apple Music, all these shits, bro. I don't give a shit. Instagram is at an interesting discussion. We post a lot of good content on there. Me and Christian work really, really hard. Harshan and Haran do fucking nothing for that. Definitely check it out. Give us a like. Definitely leave a comment on this episode's um, post because I really want to hear your thoughts on everything that I've talked about here. Please do it. Um, I would really appreciate that. I mean, I guess shout out lastly to the boys. Um, without you guys, this podcast wouldn't be possible even though I fucking hate all of you. And that's a good place to end. <laughs> all right. I'll catch you guys later. Bye.